What's your reaction to Lady on not being here today? It's fine. We'll get whenever he gets here, we'll celebrate with him. At what point does it maybe become a distraction if he's not here? It doesn't at all. I promise you it doesn't. The team's so locked in and focused on what we got to do at hand this weekend. And if he never comes, we'll open, um, open arms and hopefully he's in shape and ready to run the football. How much practice do you think he needs to be able to play? Last year, he didn't need any. He was the best in the league. You feel like you should be here by now, though, considering it's game week? It's fine. You showed up last week, the last year at the same time. Totally fine, trust me. Yeah, we text. We had a good conversation. So he's, is he going to come in to your knowledge at some point? He has no choice. I mean, now, right? He missed a day. I mean, he could go. Wednesday. He could? He could go weeks if he wanted to. I'm just... Well, I mean, that's his decision, man. But trust me, as a team, we're totally fine. No worries. And we are back, the Against the Spread podcast. I'm your gracious host, Jared Adams. This is the Against the Spread podcast, man, only on the World Report radio series. We're up to, like, episode 58 right now. Uh, man, another NFL season ready to go. This is week one. I'm here with the co-host of the century, a.k.a. the Stag Guy. Stag Guy, where you at? I'm here in New Jersey. I'm representing in the suburbs. I can leave my garage door open. The UPS driver can leave the packages in my garage. I'm not around the savages. But we're going to be here to make some picks uh, for the uh, listeners. And hopefully we can win some money along the way. I started off last night with an L with Atlanta. I did take those three points with Atlanta versus Philly last night. And I'm already 0-1 going into the season. So we got, I got to get back on board and get off to a good start this year, gracious host. Absolutely, man. Uh, and I actually took that L with you last night. So ain't nothing to really frown about. The Atlanta Falcons, uh, you know, they got that high-powered offense with all the so quote-unquote weapons. Calvin Ridley was uh, uh, like missing in action last night. He didn't have any real uh, effect on the game. He's supposed to be the new new shiny toy there. Uh, so I was disappointed in that. And then you got Freeman going out hurt. So, I mean, the Atlanta Falcons, I'm not sure if we're going to see a disappointing season from them. Uh, their defense definitely showed up to play, though. They, the defense, it, they actually uh, held up very well. They're built on speed. Uh, and as the game wore on, I saw that they were going to wear out a little bit. And Philly just kept pounding them and pounding them. But they did hold up. And the key to Atlanta's defense is the Falcons' offense scoring. So that that, that, that move by Dan Quinn, not, not kicking that initial field goal, kind of resonated with me a little bit. Because when you're on the road, it's the first game, take the three points and, and kick off. I know they got the three points and went up the same amount uh, a few minutes later. But it was a very uh, highly contested game, in my opinion. Everyone's complaining about the penalties. But I thought it was a great... I listened to the game with the sound down, and I thought it was a very good game. Yeah, absolutely, man. I thought it was a very competitive game. I think you make you think I think you make a, a really great point with that first field goal. You know, when we do this Against the Spread podcast, and we're looking at the game through the lens of Vegas and, and sports betting and against the spread, this is what we're talking about here. It really pains me to watch a team go down the field and have that opportunity to get the first three points on the board. This is the first three points on the board for the NFL season, and you decide to go for it on fourth down? I mean, not only do you have to score there, it's like getting nothing is like the worst thing possible. You know what I mean? It's almost like when when I see that pattern, pattern happen, 
in in the NFL, you're almost guaranteed to lose. That team that doesn't take that three points, it's almost like you're begging the against the spread football Vegas gods. We don't want to win this game. That was the first red flag for me for the Falcons this season. Where is your head coach at? Where where's the head at? Uh, for that decision, uh, stat guy, I just don't get it. Yeah, Dan Quinn did this uh, in the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. He comes over from uh, Seattle under uh, Carroll. Uh, he's, he's established himself. He made it to the Super Bowl, but he had that game in the bag versus the Patriots up big in the third quarter. This, this is he, the same guy. He's got, a, he's got kind of a loose screw, in my opinion, and he is suspect going forward into the season. That was a game that they was in the grasp of winning points or no points. They should, Atlanta should, could have won that game outright, but Dan Quinn's on not the hot seat. But he he's being uh, he's going to be on uh, he's being criticized by me right now. That guy. Absolutely, man. And uh, man, I mean, the, the, let's go over the spread. The spread for that game was was the Eagles. They were favored by three points at home. Open up the season opener. Yes. Uh, the Dunkel spread had the Falcons by four. He took the Falcons. I took the Falcons. You took the Falcons. And uh, I, I, I'm not going to say they didn't show up to play because they definitely did. You know, yes. I mean? the, the game was right there in their grasp to actually win the game at, at the final play. Uh, but I don't know. Some some within the Falcons' DNA just doesn't state that they are that team to get it done uh, when you really need them to win a, a close game. Uh, I'm just not buying the Falcons right now. I know it's early in the season. We got a lot of ball left to go. They'll probably beat up on all the other trash teams in the league. But when you're going yes. against the Super Bowl uh, champions uh, to open up their home opener, take the three points. And you know what I mean. It was a very aggregate move. And uh, yeah, I mean. It's, it's ridiculous. That 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 could have affected the entire game. The whole game could have been different. Yeah, a lot of people lost a lot of money on that, and I, I, I we're a little. I did, did not have any money riding on it, but um, that's a situation where people have are betting uh, substantial amounts of uh, of hard earned cash, and, and Quinn's got to take the three there. That set the table for the rest of the game. Uh, they're playing a tough, inspired Philly uh, offense and defense. Um, Philly's going to be there this year, along with a couple of other, maybe five or six teams out of the NFC. Absolutely, man. And uh, that defense from from the, from the Eagles is no joke, man. They're out there flying around. They, they The defensive line showed a lot of juice last night. Uh, they got six sacks, two were negated by penalties. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was not uh, – I was very impressed by the Eagles and their performance. Nick Foles, uh, he, he came through when he, when he had to and made some plays. <laughs> So, uh, I think we can move on to the next game. How about yes. that? Okay, man. Sunday, week one, September 9th, man. Uh, one o'clock games to start there, man. It's going to be uh, the Bills at Ravens. Bills at Ravens. Uh, the spread for this game is the Ravens favored by seven. Dunkel spread has the Ravens favored by 14 and a half points. He's taking the Ravens uh, here. I haven't even made my picks yet. I'm going to make my picks live on the podcast. I'm also going to take that spread. Ravens minus seven. Uh, I just don't like uh, what's coming out of Buffalo uh, at all. Uh, anything that they're producing right now isn't worth my while. Not that I have any faith in Flacco, uh, but I just feel like the Ravens are, are better equipped to get this win at home in the home opener. The Bills, they're not they are not giving anything as far as juice. They don't really have a much of an offense other outside of uh, McCoy. and I think that the receivers are, 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 are lacking. Uh, give me the Ravens here uh, with the spread. I'm going to go against your pick for our first pick, uh, you, my gracious host. I'm going to take the Bills. I, and I'm really, 
the Ravens play well out of the gate, so but that seven points is looking very good to me. I'm gonna go with the Bills. You know, Flacco's been 18 and 13 the last couple of years. You know, they've been winning five games, eight games, nine games over the last three years. The defense for the Ravens are, are, are always play well early in the year, but with the Bills, um, I know they're retooling. Uh, but they did make the playoffs last year, the first time in 17 years, and they lost 10 to three to the Jaguars, and everybody's really high on the Jags. So I'm going to take the Bills. Shout out to Richie Incognito. He's not with the team, but he's acting like a fool as usual. So I'm going to take the Bills and give me those points to start off. Actually, that's a very good point. I think the Ravens they they have the they should be the favorite here at home uh, and notice their home opener. But they're definitely not seven points better than the Bills. These teams are probably more even matched than anything. So I'm not going to change my pick here, but uh, that's a respectable pick. Let's move on. Okay, yes. we got we got the uh, Jaguars at MetLife going to face the Giants week one. Jalen Ramsey versus Odell Beckham Jr. His return to the game is yet to be seen. So that's a pretty exciting match matchup this, this uh, week one series. Uh, the Jaguars are favored on the road, uh, minus three. Three-point favorites. Dunkel Spread has the Jags favored by 11.5. He's going to take the Jags here, uh, minus three. Um, again, I'm making my picks live here. I, I like the Jags. The Jags, um, they have a lot to, to like. Blake Borders, Blake Bortles, rather. Uh, his name is kind of hard to pronounce. But uh, he, he, he leaves a lot to be desired. But he's also kind of like Eli in that... I'm not sure if I can bank on Eli Manning really, really coming out to play. But at the same time, they did give Eli a little help in the run game this year with Saquon Barkley. I'm going to take uh, the Giants at home with the points plus three. What's your pick, Stat oh, Guy? Okay, the Stat Guy is going to just go with the Giants. Give me those points at home. I know everybody's riding the Jaguars bandwagon. I know... Uh, Clayus Campbell is a man's man over on the, on the Jacks defense. You got Jalen Ramsey from Florida State uh, out there uh, playing. You know, shout out to UCF with uh, Blake Bortles. But uh, they're not scaring me. You know, they, they barely could score. Um, the Jags, I think the Giants could be competitive. Uh, the O-line is much improved for the Giants. They went out and got this boy from uh, the Patriots, Nate Soldier. Um but one of their pass rush and also uh, one of their pass rushers is out. Uh, I just heard uh, Olivier Vernon. Uh, yep, he's down. Yeah, he, Vernon is out. So, but the, the Jacks are not lightening up anybody. So, give me the Giants. Give me those points at home. MetLife should be rocking. Uh, we'll see what happens. So, I'm gonna go with the Giants. Yeah, man. It's also the turn of Odell, man. He, he can make a splash play. He can change the game in one play. Saquon Barkley's a game changer, hopefully, for the, for the Giants this year. We can move on to the next game. All right, we got the Buccaneers, my Buccaneers, traveling to New Orleans on the road into that dome, uh, playing against the Saints in week one. All right, so the Saints are favored by nine and a half points. Nine and a half point spread favorite for the Saints. Dunkel Spread has the Saints favored by 14 and a half. Uh, he's going to take the Saints minus nine and a half. Um... I'm not sure how I view this game. The Buccaneers, we made a lot of improvements in the offseason. We uh, beefed up our defensive line. We're without Jameis for the first three weeks, so that is kind of a hindrance. I don't think the spread will be that high. 
Uh, it would probably be like a more of a, a Saints favorite by a seven point spread had James been in the game. Uh, but yet, yet it's nine and a half with uh, uh, Fitzpatrick out there. Um, I don't know. We got a lot of weapons. Our run game needs needs uh, is yet to be seen. It needs some improvement. Um, we have gone into the dome and, and played well before under Jameis Winston, but I don't think that Fitzpatrick uh, has enough juice to get it done week one. Um, I'm not sure if we're in for a rude awakening. I think it's going to be a little bit more competitive than the people yes. will give us credit for. Uh, but give me the Bucks here. Give me the Bucks here with the points plus nine and a half. I'm going with the we Bucks. We finally game. agree. Uh, when I saw the line on that particular game, it's an interdivision game. Tampa Bay, even minus without Jameis. You know, Fitz Magic is going to go out there and throw the ball around. If he gets hot, he can play. He can play. Harvard. He can play. But it, as long as he stays away from the INTs, he'll be fine. But um, the, the New Orleans Saints are highly touted. They're one of those top four or five teams that I mentioned earlier at the top of the pod saying that they're ready for the Super Bowl. And I was thinking that if Sean Payton and Drew Brees won another Super Bowl, that would catapult these guys even further up this tree, uh, up the stratosphere. Yeah. So they're coming to play, but nine and a half is too tempting to give up. You know, Brees is throwing at a 72% accuracy rate. You know, you got Ted Ginn out there in, in his, his 11th year. He's still running fast, making plays. But Tampa Bay, they brought in JPP from the Giants. Uh, shout out to him. McCoy, uh, they brought this big boy, uh, Vita, Vita. Vita Vea. Yes, thank you so much, Gracious. And uh, I think their defense could hold up against the Saints. So I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that the Saints probably come away with the victory here. But I think it'll be like more of a, you know what I mean, 31-24 type of type of vibe here. More than a blowout victory for the Saints. We, if, if, if that's okay with you, we can move on to the next game, Stat Guy. We're keeping it pushing here. You know, we're going to try to give the people out here what they want. And we're going to do it on a quickly basis. I know here in New Jersey, uh, they have opened up a new sports a betting legal you can go there and place your bet so go out there and go to the Meadowlands which is in Secaucus New Jersey put a couple three four team teasers together maybe you'll come out with a couple dollars absolutely man I, I almost forgot to mention that shout out to Jersey for legalizing sports betting man you don't got to go to Vegas anymore to get your sports bets you don't got to go to Thank the poppy store bookie to do your sports bets man you can do it even Fair, even, square, even. You could bet on one game if you want to. You don't got to go to the poppy store and do a three-team parlay <laughs> where they're jipping you out of your money anymore. I'm very proud of the state. I'm very proud of uh, the Democrat in there. Phil Murphy's doing a great job. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, man. Next game, Texans at Patriots. Texans at Patriots. This is a good matchup, man. I want to see this game who, who, who's coming out. But the Patriots are favored by six and a half points at home. Uh, for their home opener, uh, Dunkel spread has uh, Patriots favored by 23 and a half points. Um, wow! Uh, he's going to take the Patriots minus six and a half. My question for this game is: Is Deshaun Watson fully back and healthy yet? Do you know? Because I don't. I know he's going to be starting. I'm going to take the, the game one with Bill Belichick. I'm taking the Patriots. I don't care. Sure, uh, Deshaun Watson was a hundred percent. The Patriots, you're going to look up at your screen on Sunday, and the Patriots are going to be up by 
20 to nothing or 17, they're going to put some fire on the Texas. I know they got a lot of injury uh, injury players coming back. You mentioned Watson. You got J.J. Watt. You got Merkulis. They got a lot of hurt bodies out there, you know. And shout out to Cushing's, Brian Cushing's from New Jersey. He's no longer with the Texans, but he was also an injury uh, a wreck. So um, give me the Patriots all day. I'm not even needing to talk about this. You got Bill Belichick. He's 214 and 74. Jesus okay? Christ. So he's going to beat the Texans uh, game one. Guaranteed. You still there? Yes, sir. I know the Texans have bolstered their defense even further. They got the Honey Badger uh, from Arizona, Tyrone Matthews. So we'll see what happens there. If they come to show up and play, you know, maybe their D can hang. J.J. Watt has a flashback to two years ago. Um, But I'm going to go with the Patriots. Absolutely, man. I I agree with that assessment full-heartedly. I'm not sure about this spread here. Give me Patriots money line here just off the strength of uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, the Texans couldn't make it a game. They're going to need a few defensive. T- they might need a defensive touchdown to uh, make this a game, I believe. Maybe like a Jadavion Clowney six, uh, sack fumble or, you know what I mean, J.J. Watt coming from the other side. They're going to need a defensive touchdown to make this a game. Give me the Patriots money line uh, just to make it safe here. And uh, that's almost a guaranteed victory. We can move on. Uh, yeah, one quick question, though. I, sure. I am so curious about the Malcolm Butler scenario with the Patriots. I know he left and went to the Tennessee Titans, but there still has not had a peep about what happened during the Super Bowl. That might have cost the Patriots another title, along with uh, Cooks getting knocked out, the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we, we haven't heard a peep either on either side. So. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, you know what it was? I think uh, Malcolm Butler being a free agent, you know, he probably thought that explaining what had what went wrong probably would have hurt his uh, free agent market more than help it. So I think that was all his agent, you know what I mean, is doing. You know what I mean? Keep it quiet. You're still an all-pro level cornerback, okay. you know, and just get your money elsewhere, you know what I mean? And the fact that the Patriots lost, it's almost like he can go about his business without having to explain what went wrong because it's on the coach you know what i mean it's on belichick you got to ask belichick what went wrong if anything you know what i mean don't ask me you know but that's my take on it that sounds sound very sound all right man next game man 49 is your squad the san francisco 49ers from colin kaepernick fame they're going to travel to minnesota in that new stadium uh vikings are favored by six points uh, Dunkel Spread actually has the 49ers uh, favored by one. He's going to go with the 49ers plus six points. Um, this is a really, really tough game. Yes. Um, even though I'm going to have to go with the 49ers plus six here. They're a different squad than last year. Uh, uh, Garoppolo is their QB starting week one. Different than last year. I know they traded for him. He got hot last year. I'm not saying that he's going to uh, necessarily ride that out into this year. But... When you combine that with the changes in, with the Minnesota Vikings offense, uh, they changed their quarterback. I don't like that. The fact that they went from Keenum to now Kirk, to, to now Kirk Cousins. I mean, obviously on paper that might sound like an upgrade, but the the um, 
the relationship that he's going to have to build with those receivers, it starts now in week one. You know what I mean? This is, yes. this is a fresh relationship. You know, Keenum was there. Keenum was the guy that was getting those guys the ball on a consistent basis. I don't really expect Kirk Cousins to come out week one firing all cylinders. I think that's enough for the 49ers to either win this game or at least cover the spread in this game. Give me the 49ers plus six. Yeah, I'm a 49er uh, fan here. Uh, but that... Vikings defense, they only gave up 15 points last year. They were number one uh, with the lowest points per per game average. They only gave up around 275 yards overall. You know, they're getting Dalvin Cook back, you know, from the ACL tear. He was on pace to win uh, the rookie of the year in a, in a fantastic uh, class last year. But he got banged up. Um, you got Anthony Barr out there on defense. He's the guy that put Aaron Rodgers out. Mm. Uh, so I think their defense is stacked on all levels. I think they can hold the 49ers, who don't have a lot of weapons. I know Grisson is there. Uh, he's coming back off an injury. They got a guy by the name of uh, Goodwin as a wide receiver. He got a new three-year deal. Uh, but I want to take the Vikings at home. They're up in Minnesota. Um and give me, uh, they're laying the six and a half, and it breaks my heart, but I'm going to go with Minnesota. All righty, man. No, no, nothing less to be said. All right, we got uh, the Titans going to Miami, the Dolphins, man. The Titans versus Dolphins. Dolphins are the home team. The Titans are actually favored on the road by 11 and a half points, which is, sounds crazy to me. Um, that doesn't necessarily always happen. Um, Dunkel Spread has the Dolphins by three and a half. Uh, the Dolphin. He's gonna take the Dolphins uh, with uh, eleven and a half points. Um, the Titans. They're the better team here, but they're not better than the Dolphins by eleven and a half points on paper. And I definitely don't think they can cover that spread. Give me the Dolphins plus eleven and a half here. Uh, easy money here. I'm finally agreeing with the War Report. Um, I'm gonna take the Fins. Um. They traded a lot of players last year, though, for no reason. Uh, yep. Jarvis, Jarvis Landry to the Browns. They traded Jay Ajayi, who we saw last night with the Eagles. Sue is with the Rams. They lost a lot of talent, but they didn't Tannehill back. I think the, the Dolphins are going to try to piece together a decent season. Um, the Titans are not scaring anybody. I know they fired their head coach who won a... a a, a playoff game that's un, you you never see that but yeah. um Munchen didn't want to run a different offense so they brought in a, a Patriots uh Belichick clone uh, in in Vrabel and um but I'm gonna go with the Dolphins that's fair enough man next game Bengals at Colts uh Andrew Luck is back the spread is gonna be Colts at home favored by three points Favorite by field goal. Dunkel Spread has the Bengals by six and a half. He's going to take the Bengals plus three. I do not join him in that assessment. Give me the Colts here. Um, even though I don't really believe in uh, what Andrew Luck and all the hype surrounding Andrew Luck, I don't. I think he's pretty. He's a good quarterback, but is is he all world? He's kind of. I'm not even sure if Andrew Luck is really should be considered better than Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan to me is an all world. So, he's a decent quarterback that can get the job done. The problem here with me is the Bengals. I don't like what the Bengals have shown me over the past couple seasons. Uh, they've been that mediocre team that hasn't really been able to take that next step in their development. Um, maybe this is their year. 
But for week one, give me the Colts at home here uh, uh, with the spread. Uh, I think they could cover this at, or at least win by the field goal to, to – uh, to uh, like what is it? What is what is it? Uh, when you um, I forget what it's called now. Jesus, that's a mind. That's a mind freeze right there. But uh, oh, it's a push. It's a push. Sorry about that. It's a push. With the Bengals, they have been down the last two years, winning six games in seven. But the years before, they won 11, 10, and twelve. That's very impressive. Mm. And then they so never got, got it done. They got never Marvin, got it done in the playoffs. Marvin Lewis in his 16th year. He's always he's got the, the the photos of the owner's wife somewhere for him to have lasted 16 years. But um, they've had two. The Bengals have had two down years. But you know Joe Mixon is coming into his second year. AJ Green is in. He's in his prime. You know Geno Atkins is a beast on defense. They got some players out in Cincinnati, but they always have had the uh, hard luck, you know, uh, and the Colts, I know originally they went for Josh McDaniel, who was also a New England Patriot clone, but he rescinded his offer at the, at the, at the wedding off for, at the altar. So they went with Frank Wright from the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he was the quarterback coach or the offensive coordinator there. So I'm going to take the Bengals over, uh, over, over the, uh, over the Titans. Over the Colts, over the Colts. Oh, I'm sorry. What am I going to talk about? Over the Colts, yes. All Andrew right. Luck or no Andrew Luck. I'm a big uh, a fan of his. I wish he had reunited with Harbaugh at some point and, and when they were at Stanford in the pros, but that's never. Uh, that's not going to happen. All righty, man. Next game, you got the Steelers uh, going to Cleveland to face the Browns. I know the Browns were on hard knocks. It uh, still doesn't matter, though, because the Steelers are already favored by six points here. Dunkel spread has the Steelers by two. Um, he's going to take the Browns with the points at home, plus six. Now, this is very interesting because, for one, uh, the Browns have been on hard knocks. We've seen a little bit inside their training camp and how they operate. Uh, they look like they're on the rise. They got Jarvis Landry. They got Carlos Hyde from the 49ers. Uh, they got Tyrod Taylor. They got Baker Mayfield as the backup. Um, they're a little, they're a different looking team than last year. I must admit, um, I didn't necessarily like the fourth overall draft pick in Denzel Ward. I think they should have took Bradley Chubb with that pick. Uh, nonetheless, the Steelers—they're having their own problems of their own. Le'Veon Bell still has not uh, reported to Steelers training camp or the Steelers practice. Um, he still has time to do so. He might show up Saturday, whatever, before the game or whatever. He might not play Week One. Um. I'm not sure if the Browns just yet have my respect as far as being able to pick them winning anything. So give me the Steelers here. I know I got A.B. on my fantasy team this year. Give me the Steelers money line here. I think that's a smart play. Yeah, I I have a flashback of being at the sports bar week one last year thinking that the Browns would cover the spread. And they always, the Browns always get toasted. And there's always hope. That's the last. That's the last thing to go in any situation is hope. You got, you know, Hugh Jackson out there who has is a, has a one in thirty one head coaching. Uh, <laughs> you know, three wins in in two thousand and fifteen. One ring, one win in two thousand and sixteen, and zero wins last year. So <laughs> I am not ever picking the Browns at home. Or, or, or anywhere they play, give me the Steelers. Even if 
even minus Bell, he can hold out. They're going to beat the Browns. All righty, man. And it's unfortunate, you know, because they were on hard knocks. I know Miles Garrett looks like a stud out there on the defensive line. He's going to cause some havoc. He's a great player, uh, but uh, I'm not sure if that all that rah-rah stuff they were doing in training camp, you know what I mean, really, yeah. really translate to beating the Steelers week one. I don't know. That's probably why they didn't pick Chubb is because they already had Garrett at that position. And even though you want to have two and three studs on the line, uh, I uh, so this is... This is, we'll see what happens, but the Browns, I can't go, I can't roll with those guys. All right, man, we're at the 4 o'clock games now. We got the Chiefs at uh, the L.A. Chargers now, not the San Diego Chargers anymore. Chiefs at Chargers. Uh, the spread for this game is the Chargers favored by 3.5 points. Dunkel spread has the Chargers by 1. He's going to take the Chiefs, the Chiefs by 3.5. Chiefs plus 3.5, and... A half. and I'm not sure if I can join him in that assessment, but I will here simply because I'm not sure what I like what the Chargers really have. Right now, it says that Joey Bose is questionable to play. He obviously would make a difference there on the, on the, on the front end of that defense. Um, the Chargers have some, have some players now, but at the same time, just something, yeah. about, something about the Chiefs. The Chiefs have had a better pedigree over the last couple of years than the Chargers have. So I expect them under Andy Reid to get out under a, a fast start similar to last year when they beat the Patriots week one. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to be ready to storm in there and get this win. Give me the Chiefs yeah. plus three and a half. Yeah, if you're going to beat the Chiefs, the early part of the year will be the time where you have to rip the rookie quarterback, Mahomes, playing. But they're loaded. They're like a fantasy team out there with uh, Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill. They added Sammy Watkins, who hasn't really done anything in the league so far, but he's a big he's a big boy coming out. He actually got drafted, the first wide receiver that got drafted out of that Odell Beckham class also. So give me the Chiefs um, over the L.A. Chargers. I, I, I know they the Chargers are trying to piece together a team, but they're, again, it's like kissing your cousin. It's, you know, the Chargers are a hard luck team to root for. So give me KC. Absolutely, man. I, I I agree wholeheartedly, man. Next four o'clock game, you got the Seahawks traveling to Mile High uh, Stadium in Denver. They're gonna face the Broncos. Seahawks at Broncos. Uh, the spread for this game is Broncos favored by three. Uh, Dunko spread has the Seahawks by seven and a half. He's gonna take Seattle plus three. Um, I'm gonna join him in that assessment. Um, I'm not sure if Seattle has a lot of what I like this year. Earl Thomas. Did uh, report finally to the practice uh, uh, squad, or not the practice squad, but just to facility, rather. He's going to play week one. Um, it's a different looking team than the Seattle teams of the past, but the Broncos, you know what I mean? This is a team right now looking for that new identity. I know they just got uh, Case Keenum as a QB. Get, uh, this is a tough one here, man. Because yeah, do you, I'm going to go with Seattle just because everyone is underrating them. I would stay away if I wanted to bet some money on that. But for me to make a pick, I'm going to go with Seattle. They still got Russell uh, Wilson back there. He's 34 and 11. Uh, you got Doug Baldwin and the Broncos. For some reason, I just don't. I don't know if I just is a personal thing, but I just don't like Vance Joseph, the head coach. I don't think he has a clue. You got John Elway up there thinking that he's he's too smart for his own good. He brought in 
Peyton Manning. That's a no-brainer, okay? And he thinks that it was him that won the Super Bowl, okay? <laughs> Case Keenum is an upgrade, but I'm staying away from the Broncos this year. I know they got Vaughn Miller. Talib is gone uh, to the Rams. But Vance, Joseph, Elway, they're, 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 they're kind of in flux. So give me Seattle on the road. Uh, not to pull to pull up that. Give me those points. There. I'm gonna go with Seattle. Yeah, uh, I agree with you on this one. I'm, I'm gonna take Seattle here in a close one. I wouldn't bet on this game money wise, but uh, at the end of the day, I feel like the best player on the field uh, is Russell Wilson. Is Russell Wilson? Is Russell, Russell Wilson? Wilson. And, and he plays quarterback, you know, you not not defensive end. It's 2015 where they're winning the Super Bowl, and the NFL stands for not for long. That's a long time ago. In football years, 2015. Absolutely, absolutely. So next game is going to be the Cowboys on the road going to Carolina to face the Panthers uh, and Cam Newton. All right, the Panthers are favored by three at home. Uh, Panthers minus three. Dunkel Spray has the Cowboys by one. He's going to take the Cowboys plus three. I'm not going to join him in that assessment. Give me the Panthers here, money line. Um, the reason why I'm taking the Panthers is because... Uh, they're they they're kind of quiet right now, but they they've assembled a, a respectable roster. Uh, I know they're going to use Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield to catch a lot of balls this year. Uh, he's going to have he's going to be a bigger factor than he was last year. Um, and also the lack of explosiveness from the Cowboys' uh, offense uh, in their wide receivers. I think if you stop the run game of the Cowboys, what else do they have? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't expect yeah. Dak Prescott that- to be just throwing it around the field like he's Aaron Rodgers or something like that. And plus, uh, the Cowboys defense, how are they going to stop Cam Newton in his one-two dual-threat QB attack? You know, Uh, Give me the Panthers here at home. I think the Cowboys are in for a rude awakening week one. Yeah, this could go either way. Uh, The Cowboys' offensive line is stacked. I mean, they got uh, Tyrone Smith. They got Zach Martin. This boy Collins, Frederick. I mean, they they have a number one, damn near rated, uh, offensive line. I know they lost uh, Jason Witten and Dez is not there. Dez would have, would have helped them this year. Absolutely. I don't know why. Just resign the guy for one year. Come on, man. That's what you I know, would I don't, do. Get, I, don't, I don't get I don't get the power played by the Jerry Jones not resigning Dez who who spills his blood out there for you. Um, so, but I'm going to lean with Dallas in a closely fought battle. You know, the Panthers, they could go either way. Like I said before, you know, I know they drafted this guy from the University of Maryland, uh, DJ, DJ Moore. Moore, as a wide receiver to help out Cam. Um, so we'll see if the rookie can step up and, and, and represent the Turks. And, and we'll see how it goes. But this is going to be a highly contested game. But if that offensive line starts mauling, uh, Cookley and, and Davis and those boys on defense. It might be a long day in for, for and then, then we're going to see Cam up there with a hat on sulking again, as usual, at the press conference. Hey, man, that's that that's very quite possible, man. Next game is going to be the Redskins traveling to Arizona to face the Cardinals. Uh, there is no spread on this game. It's a pick'em game. Dunkel spread has the Cardinals by four and a half points. He's going to take the Cardinals. Uh... This game is really, really a toss-up for me. 
I don't like either roster right now. Uh, Cardinals, I'm not sure who's their starting quarterback right now. Who, who is it, Sam Bradford? Sam Bradford is going to be starting, but their defense in Arizona don't underrate those boys with Taylor Jones. They've been top five the last three years under the radar. Patrick Peterson, they can play some defense. I'm not saying they're world beaters, but they can play a little bit of defense out there. You also got to mention the return of David Johnson. He's, he's fresh week one. He, I'm, he And the yes. thing about David Johnson is he, he's coming back from an injury that wasn't a leg injury, which is key here. So he's coming off with more of a hand injury. So he's still pretty fresh, ready to go. Give me the Cardinals here at home. They're, I don't think the Redskins are good enough to beat the Cardinals on the road week one, no. Yeah, my only fear for all your fans out there listening, when you put some money on there, Adrian Peterson is going back to the Cardinals. He's, he's going to be starting for the Washington Redskins. He might be so charged up. He might think he's back in Oklahoma. Uh, and he might find uh, the fountain of youth and, and, and run for 160-plus yards. So be careful of that game with Peterson going back to the Cardinals to haunt his ex, his old team. Well, who you got then? I'm going with our Arizona. Okay, you're going with the Cardinals. All right, yes. next game. Next game is going to be... The, the Green Bay Packers Sunday night football game. Uh oh. Bears at Packers. Uh, Khalil Mack, the number fifty-two. He's 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 rocking a Bears uniform now. I'm not sure if that tips the scale anything for the Bears, but at the same time, uh, the spread for this game is going to be Packers minus eight at home. So they got to cover eight point spread. Dunkel spread has the Packers favored by ten and a half. Uh, so he's going to take the Packers uh against the spread here. Um, I'm gonna join him in that assessment just off the strength of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers organization. They're always beating up on the Bears every single year. I'm not sure how much Khalil Mack can change that. He's only one guy. I know you're banking on the fact that Mitchell Trubisky in year two, he's a different guy than what he was as a rookie. Um, but then again, I don't see a lot of weapons there at wideout either for the for the Chicago Bears that I particularly like. Um, and I, I'm gonna take the Packers here, um, money line or, or even I think they could cover eight point spread against the uh, against the Bears. Give me the Packers uh, against the spread. Yeah, I want to go against you, uh, War Report. I want to take Chicago, not because of Matt coming in, but um, they got this boy uh, uh, Jordan Howard that running back. He was over a thousand yards. Um, I know they got their a new head coach. Uh, Nagy, uh, this is another Patriot assistant that he's over there uh, with the Bears now. Uh, Green Bay, I know they picked up Jimmy Graham, who was was originally with the Saints and then went out to Seattle, you know, to give him a little bit more firepower. But um, I think their deep, the, the Bears' defense can hold up, uh, and this is going to be a very spirited uh, rivalry that might be rekindled with Mac and, and this other boy from uh, Georgia coming in there uh Rokan Smith I Rokan believe he's going to be a, yep. he's going to be he's going to be a problem in the future along with Mac and I think they might even have um what's my man uh Bowman from the 49s I don't know if he made the squad or not but they might have a a, a decent uh some de- uh, excuse me that he went to the Raiders so let, let me recant that um but uh, they they're going the Bears are going to be uh, overachieving this year 
Okay, that's fair enough, man. I just don't feel like the Bears are built to beat the Packers at night in Lambeau Field. That's just a different monster. Yeah. That's like prime time. I know the Bears are kind of spotlight. They got the, the superstar Khalil Mack, but we can move on it from that game. Right, give me the give me the Packers. You take the Bears. We're gonna move straight on to Monday Night Football. You know, Week One Monday Night Football is always this two game doubleheader on Monday night. First game is gonna be the Jets going to Detroit Lions uh, to face the Lions, and uh, they're gonna have uh, their rookie QB starting out there, um, Sam Darnold. The Lions are favored by six and a half points. Dunkel spread has the Lions by 10. He's going to take the Lions at home, minus 6.5. Um, give me the Lions money line here. I don't know if they could cover a 6.5 spread, but they can definitely beat the Jets. And that's um, and only way the Jets really win this game, in my opinion, is if Sam Sam Darnold coming out Monday Night Football under all, all the lights and all the pressure just absolutely destroys and dismantles the Lions defense. Which is quite possible. Uh, we've yet to see him really play under that type of uh, environment. So um, I'm a, that's really pretty much picking against the unknown. Give me the Lions here because I know a little bit more um, with uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah, Detroit is no. Uh, they're not any. They're not going to be beating any of the top teams. All they have is Stafford. You know, uh, who who's a wonder boy out there, but they can't run the ball. And I think the Jets defense is going to start producing, not scores, but they're going to hold up a little bit. I think with uh, Todd Bowles coaching, uh, defensive-minded, you know, you got Adams back there in Mays. They're kind of piecing together something. Now, do you remember last year um, where the Jets were three and two? And they were they lost their first two and then won three, and they were going to play the Patriots. And all the Jet fans got really excited, you know, but... <laughs> But then the wheels fell off. So I'm going to go with the Lions. Uh, a money line is a smart bet. But if I'm just picking points, which I am doing, I'm going to go with the Lions at home. All righty, man. Last game for week one. It's going to be the Rams traveling to face the, the, the John Gruen newly headed Oakland Raiders. This is going to be a great matchup to watch. I can't wait for Monday night. I can't. I can't wait for Sunday. Honestly, I'm not sure where I'm gonna watch all these games at. But uh, any either way, you're gonna have the Rams favored by three on the road. Dunkel spread has the Rams by ten and a half. Uh, he's gonna go with the Rams minus three. I'm gonna also join him, him in that assessment. I'm not sure what John Gruden has up his sleeve for this offense and the fact that they have Jordy Nelson now. You got Beast Mode coming back. Um, but at the same time, I feel like the, the just the sure locker room descent of losing Khalil Mack that will kind of affect them in week one. And the Rams, just knowing what I saw from last year under their uh, young head coach, you know what I mean? He'll be able to draw up enough plays to, for them for the Rams to take out John Gruden, who's been gone for 10, like 10 years from the league. I don't think he's ready to go. I think he's in for a rude awakening. Give me the Rams minus three here. Yeah, I'm going to go Rams all day on this one. Uh, Sean McVay had them playing out of their minds. You know, Jared Goff, who was a reject under uh, uh, Fisher, who I couldn't really tolerate as a head coach. 
you know, Sean McVay comes in and makes this guy a 28-touchdown, seven-interception guy. Uh, you got some monsters on the defense for the Rams with Sue and Aaron Donald. You know, you got Tlaib back there. Um, so I'm definitely leaning heavy on the Rams. I That would be my pick where I wanted to put some money down. I know they're away from home. I don't think it's going to make a major difference. Um, the Rams, uh, excuse me, the Raiders, uh, again, with the max situation, I think it's going to maybe impact them. I don't. I, I think it's all over for this first year for uh, uh, Chucky, yeah, meaning, man. Uh, John Gruden. Absolutely, man. And that gives you week one, all the picks. That guy, you got any shout-outs before we get out of here, man? I feel like we you covered know, a lot. Shout-outs are going to be quiet. I started off last year very slowly i'm trying to build something and get back on track but i appreciate the time i love talking football in general if you do put some money on the games uh it makes it a little bit more interesting especially last night going into that eagles falcons game that was a nail biter yeah the very end if you had some money on it so um i'm looking forward to this year uh football wise absolutely man uh, that You heard it first from the stat guy, man. Uh, he's the stat guy. I'm Jared Adams. This is the War Report Radio Series Against the Spread Podcast, episode 58, I believe. Rory on episode 58 of the War Report Radio Series, man. We're going to sign off. Follow me on Twitter at War Report Radio. Follow me on Instagram, war underscore report underscore radio. Um, and, yeah, find this podcast at iTunes. War Report Radio Series. Give me a five-star rating. Subscribe. And uh, we're going to give you this podcast, Against the Spread Podcast, man. Weekly. Weekly, man. All the picks. Everybody in New Jersey. You don't got to go to the poppy store anymore, all right? Head over to the Meadowlands and head down to Atlantic City. Get those picks in. Head to the racetrack, all right? We're signing off. Peace.